when TPT Forward 2024 was announced and they said that there would not be a virtual version of the conference for this year. I know there were many teacher sellers that were bummed out because they may not be able to make it to San Diego for one reason or another. But I think this is a blessing in disguise because there is a completely virtual conference that did so fantastic last year. It was easily one of my favorite conferences, and that is the Teachers Sellers Summit. The great thing about this is that it also takes place in the summer. This is from June 27th through the 30th, and if course, it's all online. You have not only pre-recorded sessions, but you also get live events. So what I wanted to share with you about right now is information about this Teacher Seller Summit and how you can level up your business from the comfort of your own home. There are sessions about perfecting your product listings, creating print-on-demand workbooks, opening up your own shop, and diversifying your income streams. But not only that, you can also connect with successful teacherpreneurs and industry experts to take your TPT or teacher business to the next level. Here's what's in store. You have in-depth sessions about mastering key business skills, both on and off TPT with insights from experienced speakers, a variety of networking opportunities where you can connect with business owners worldwide, swap ideas and learn from each other's successes, practical tips and strategies with actionable techniques to succeed, whether you're just starting out or you're aiming higher. And additionally, there are live Q&A panels, a private podcast for on-the-go learning, and so much more. I'm presenting at this conference, and my session is about three keys to a successful TPT store brand. So you may be wondering, what does this cost? What's the investment on this? And there are early bird tickets available through April 30th for $99. And you can save nearly 25% by just purchasing in the month of April. But if you're listening to this and it is past April, but not yet June, so May and June, you're listening to this, you can still purchase tickets to this conference for $129. You will get a 90-day pass to all 40 sessions, live Q&A panel discussions, virtual hangouts, co-working spaces, private podcast. If this sounds like something you're really interested in, you can check out my affiliate link in the description where you're listening to this episode. I hope I can see you there. Now let's dive into this week's episode. It's time for a CTP Q&A. All right. Well, we have another question that was submitted. The question is, What is the best way to come up with a TPT store name? Now, this is perfect if you're considering going all in with a TPT store or you're just getting started, you're trying to really kind of see where you want to go before you start posting a lot of resources or go, you know, you don't want it to be where you're getting three years in and you regret ever choosing your name. One thing you could think about is, you know, what you really stand by value-wise. Maybe you're encouraging, you're motivating, um, maybe you like a specific grade level, or maybe you can think of incorporating some of your interests 
outside of teaching in general. This could be a geographic location. This could be, you know, your favorite fruit or, you know, your favorite type of decoration. There's so many different things along that line. Another way to go about it is just to go with your name. You know, you can just have your name as a TPT store. You can say like, you know, first, last name, resources, or creative resources for educators, but make sure that whatever you choose, you don't regret later. Let's say maybe your maiden name is a certain name and you end up getting married later down the line. It's going to be really hard to have to go back and change all of that. Same with if you were, you know, teaching second grade and then you were moved to fifth grade or you start teaching middle school later on in your teaching career. And that's kind of really hard to go back and have to go change every single resource that has that second grade on it. So I would definitely refrain from maybe using a name that could possibly change or even just a grade level that could possibly change as well. My name, the way I came about it, was uh, not really anything special. I wanted Southern Teacher, but that was already taken, so I shortened it to Southern Teach. I later on added the Southern Teach, but there was a certain part of time when I was getting back to Um, you know, taking my business seriously that I was Southern teach in third because I was a third grade teacher. But I quickly realized that I'm not always going to be teaching third and I'm not always going to be creating resources for a third grade. So I'm glad I changed it back to what it is now, the Southern teach. It kind of, you know, showcases my geographical location. I've always lived in the South. And of course, you know, I'm always a teacher at heart. So that is kind of where my name came into play. So you don't have to overthink coming up with a TPT store name. You just really go with something that you can envision down the line. You don't anticipate changing very much. It can be something along with what you believe in, what you stand for, or just what you like in your personal life and what you like in your professional life. Well, that's it for the CTP Q&A. If you have a burning question about TPT, branding, product listings, marketing, or life in general, submit it at the form provided in the link in the show notes or on the blog. I would love to potentially have your question featured on the podcast with an answer from me. And you never know, someone might have the same question you may be thinking. Listening to the Creative Teacher Podcast, a show for busy teachers looking for ways to engage, inspire, and make an impact in their teacher businesses. I'm Kirsten, a teacher business owner who is all about simple and actionable tips, strategies, and resources that result in wins, big or small. If you're looking for that extra spark of creativity, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in together. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Creative Teacher Podcast. This is another remix episode that I think is super valuable. And so I'm going to go ahead and share that clip with you. Today's topic is all about a design secret that will boost your TPT store to new 
heights. Are you guys ready? This is the design secret. This is, it seems simple, but there's so much more that goes into it. But here it is. One design secret that will boost your TPT store to new heights is to be specific in your business brand. And we're going to go into some mistakes in that that I've personally gone through and what to do instead. So thinking about your business brand, it's something that is prevalent everywhere if you have a specific plan. If not, it's going to look all over the place. It's going to be very confusing to your audience about what you sell, who you're all about, what vibes you give off, and it's going to be really hard to be memorable. So some of the mistakes that I made related to having a business brand is not having a plan when revamping my store. I spent a lot of time last summer revamping my store And something that I really regret was not having an actual plan about what I was going to do with my store brand. Having a set color scheme, deciding on what type of products I'm actually going to sell, what niche I'm going to go in, or narrowing down my niche in general so that it's actually specific to a certain group of people. And also just not really thinking about, you know, what kind of adjectives would describe my business or just in general, my brand. So that's just one thing I wish I had done was to really just before I decided to just start revamping all of my things, my product listings, my resources, just really thinking about having a business plan. Many businesses out there do this all the time. They have a business plan. If they're deciding to rebrand, what they're going to be selling, they actually have a plan. But I just went in and just started doing things. And I wish I actually sat down and really laid out what I was going to do and put things together before I went in. Because what ended up happening is I had to go back and change stuff after already going back to change things because I had decided on, I finally decided on my colors. I finally decided on the color scheme, the fonts that I was going to use, the type of resource size I was going to sell. And so that kind of took a lot of extra, it was a lot of extra work to have to do it all over again. Another mistake that I made is kind of related to not having a plan, but it's creating products for as many types of teachers as possible. So when I set out to revamp my store, the Southern Teach, it was had already had been K through five resources because that was the experience that I had. But I was also just still creating a bunch of different products for primary grades and upper elementary grades and even sometimes some middle school grades. And something to remember along these lines, if if you're trying to reach everyone, you end up reaching no one. It just gets really confusing for your audience about like, okay, so you have some products that will work for me, but then others won't. I don't know about that. I need some more math products and you have some, but there's not really a lot coming out. It's just really confusing for the audience. And so niching down was the best thing I did as far as, you know, really putting myself out there as mainly focusing on upper elementary. So here's a little bit about what to do instead. 
So instead of not having a plan, instead of creating products for as many types of teachers as possible, one way to be specific in your business brand is to niche down. So attracting your audience by being specific in the problems they may have and the unique way that you solve that problem. So what type of resources do your audience members need? What does your ideal customer, what are their pain points? What are their struggles, whether it's in the classroom or outside of the classroom? And what unique way do you solve that problem? How do you solve that problem or what resources do you provide that are, it's different than similar resources in that same niche? And you may be thinking, well, if my niche is KN1, it's super oversaturated. It's really hard to get my name out there. And that is absolutely not true. You can absolutely still have a niche in what may feel or seem like an oversaturated market because if as long as you have a unique opportunity, a unique way to solve something that nobody is doing out there, you can actually bring in customers that way. Another thing to do instead to be specific in your business brand is to have a plan. Do not try to revamp your whole brand at one time. Having a plan on how you introduce your new brand can really benefit. And also, it's really great to just focus on a little bit at a time. So maybe just one thing I have in my Branding Your Teacher Business Workshop is I have this cyclical way of revamping your brand. And that's starting with your values. Just first and foremost, thinking about who your ideal teacher customer is thinking about the problems they may have, the pain points, and how you solve that problem. So just kind of really focusing on your brand values and then going into a story or a small series of stories that may help other people see where you started, what problems you had, and how it's helped and how you're here today with your business. A third thing would be the brand personality. So thinking about brand adjectives and voice that make up your brand. And then lastly would be your brand visuals. So thinking about the logos and the colors and the fonts and all that fun visual stuff that people see as the face of your brand. So kind of going through that sense of having a plan of knowing exactly who you're gonna sell to, personality, story, and then visuals, and then go into deciding what type of product listings are you going to change up? Are you going to start with your product covers? Just kind of give your product covers a little facelift, maybe change up your logo. Whatever you do, have a plan and do it a little bit at a time. Don't try to do everything at once. And it's just like a complete shock to people who are just like, well, I thought you were selling this, but I see that it's this. So definitely have a plan. All right. So that is my design secret that will help boost your TPT store is just being specific in your business brand. But there's so much more than just that that goes into it. So hopefully you got a lot out of that secret that I have for you. I loved listening to that clip again. It's so valuable still and so relevant. I think it is so important to make sure you have a plan for your brand. Get really specific and um, understand what your brand is about in general, not just the visuals, but everything else surrounding your brand identity. If you're 
thinking after this episode, oh, I need a little bit more guidance on uh, defining my niche, figuring out my values and my story and all of that stuff that was mentioned earlier, I do have a workshop available that really focuses on branding your business. And it's called Branding Your Teacher Business. Super straightforward. It's a bite-sized course, but it is at thesouthernteach.com forward slash workshop. It's an evergreen course, so you can enroll at any time of the year. So just think about your brand in general. Do you have a plan? Are you just putting out products and content willy-nilly, or do you actually have some type of strategy? If not, I highly recommend that you check out the workshop I offer to TPT sellers. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you guys again soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Creative Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, feel free to subscribe and leave a review. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can also find me on Instagram at the Southern Teach. I cannot wait for you to join me in the next episode for more tips and inspiration. Have an amazing day. Are you looking for a way to grow your business without working too much harder than you already are? Do you want to optimize your limited time and see a real impact on your business efforts? Well, I've got great news for you because your data playbook can help you achieve all of these goals and then some. As a teacher, you know that the education market is super competitive, and in order to succeed, you would have to stand out from the crowd and deliver results that really matter to your customers. But without the right tools, it can be kind of hard to know if what you're doing is truly paying off. And that's where your data playbook comes in. The membership is designed to help teacher sellers like you leverage the power of data-driven strategies. You can unlock valuable insights about your customers, your products, and your sales performance. This membership is packed with access to analytics tools and resources, personalized coaching sessions, and a community of like-minded teacher sellers who are also eager to share their insights and experiences. I totally believe that your data playbook can help you take your teacher seller business to the next level, but don't take my word for it. Check out the website to see what other teacher sellers are saying. I'd appreciate it so much if this is something you're considering to check out my affiliate link in the description. There are different membership tiers. So if this is something you're considering, you should definitely check it out. It's your data playbook and I hope you can join.